we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. AdamantBeliever.com forward slash look at somebody and say, honor them. <clears throat> Who we honoring? Your mother and your father. It's going to be a tough message for somebody. Somebody toes, toes going to curl up and scratch their shoe off. But you still got to hit. <laughs> Just put it back on and hear the truth. Amen. Because <laughs> this is the truth. This is what is hurting our community, all communities. Amen. White and black, all of them. We went, I had to speak in Florida um, a few months back. And I was sitting in a, I went to a Starbucks early that morning to go over my presentation or whatever. I sat in a Starbucks and two homeless guys sat next to me. Looked like they were in their 20s. And one sat on one side, one sat on the other. And I'm like, all these seats in here, why y'all sitting next to me? And they just sat there and just sat there, homeless, you know. And I just look and I was like, you know, but I'm a, I'm a preacher of the gospel and I'm really saved. So I wasn't going to crack on them or nothing. I was just like, man, you know, I just really wish y'all would spread out. <laughs> but I didn't say nothing, you know. And, you know, if the Lord had laid on my heart, I'd have bought him something to drink or something. But then I got to looking around, they pulled out phones. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, then one of them pulled out a MacBook. You homeless with a MacBook. Then I looked down at his bag. It was a Balenciaga bag. And it was real. I said, okay. This ain't making no sense. These brothers got thousands of dollars of stuff on them. I'm like, what is going on? And so I went back to the, when I went back to the room, I, I talked to Landon. And Landon you know, started telling me, he said, dad, that's like the new thing. Like their dads are rich and drop, and they'll send a limo to come pick them up from the Starbucks and just drop, but they would rather live on the streets than honor their parents. And I knew they didn't look regular homeless. You know, homeless is homeless. <laughs> Brother, you, you ain't homeless. Not with no Balenciaga bag. I don't have one of those. And yeah, they so that I, I kind of did a little bit of research on it and found out that that is a real thing. People hate their parents so much, whether it was a divorce or just whatever happened, that they would rather live on the street than live in a mansion and be served. Yeah, but they don't turn down that bag and that phone. You ain't turn that down. So that's the crazy part. If you're taking something, why not take everything? But that's where our world is now. You watch the internet and different things. Social media teaches us how to disrespect our parents. And put our parents on blast. Online. You would really get on Facebook and make a post about your parent for the World Wide Web. You know what World Wide Web is that's worldwide for the whole world to see you get on there and put your mama or your dad's business online for everyone to see 
so you can feel better about how you feeling? Are you really going to feel better after that? And what is that going to do to your life? Yeah, this is my blog. It's my vlog. And you vlogging about your parents? Against your parents? You don't do that. So I just felt led, after, especially after making that post last week on Instagram. I felt led to deal with this so that we can have some answers on this and better direction. Amen. Adamantbeliever.com forward slash honor them dot pdf. I got black and white on here, so amen. I don't want no stuff now. Should have just had all white because I'm saving the black for the <laughs> You can't laugh at that, Jason. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm saving it all for. I don't have to save it. I got enough, Elder. I got enough for three presentations. Honor them. Amen. It's going to take me a little while to do this one. Amen. So give me some time. Amen. Y'all happy about that, huh? Take your time. <laughs> okay honoring your father and mother is a commandment from the Lord how many of y'all know that amen. amen it is the first commandment with a promise the promise is that your days may be long which means you will be blessed and he told them that in exodus and just in case you want to say, well, that's the Old Testament. Oh, it's in the New Testament too. Amen. God made sure that he, because God knew y'all. He knew what y'all was going to try to do. <laughs> Exodus 20 and 12. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So God is basically saying, what I give you, you're going to respect me and honor me by honoring your parents. No way around it. If you dishonor your earthly father, you cannot honor the heavenly father. If you dishonor your earthly mother, you can't honor the heavenly father. They're all connected. Yeah. First natural, then spiritual. Got to take care of your spirit, your natural responsibility. Amen. The Bible also tells us that honoring our parents makes our lives better or well in the sense of prosperity, joy, and what? Good health. Most of the folks that are sick under the belly button is because of parental hatred or ill wishes. Yeah. That will destroy your digestive system yeah colitis and uh all of those different ones uh what are they called ibd ibs ibd all of them that's irritable bowel syndrome all of those things your body is storing or trying to it's where you you know you got brain cells in your gut i've told y'all that before so your body will send things to your gut to try to keep your mind where you can function. And so over time, that begins to wear on your gut. Amen. 
And so we want to make sure that we're good. So you honor your parents. Ephesians 6 and 3. This, it, that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. As people text me all the time and say, hey, Pastor, I got this problem. And the first thing I ask them, I don't ask them what they're eating. I don't ask them. What they, I, I ask them, are you good? What do you mean? And I say, you're good. You're good with everybody. If you tell me you got maybe had a lump or a breast cancer, bad breast cancer, whatever, I ask you. I say, are you good with your husband's mother? Are you good with your own mother? Yeah, I mean, you don't need to meet, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose you with a test. But I can tell you what the Lord has revealed to me over time. That a lot of these things are directly related to the way we treat or think or feel about people. Can I preach in here? So, you better honor them so that it can be well with thee. So you can be well. Look at somebody and say, be well. Be well. Be well. Amen. How do we honor our parents? By appreciating them. They gave you life. And if you are listening to this message, they played a significant part in your eternal salvation by birthing you. If you're listening to this message. Amen. There is no way to be born again without being born. You know, I'll be wanting to shout when the Lord tell me certain things. Because I say, hey, Lord, that's right. There's no way to be born again without being born. John 3 and 6. They which is born of the flesh is flesh. and I mean, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. So you can't be born of the spirit if you're not born of the flesh first. Flesh came first. You will hear flesh first. Before you receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So you can't overstep your your earthly relationships to try to build a great one with the heavenly father. You doing wickedness toward anybody, you're wicked in God's eyes. That's why he said, if you stand praying, forgive. Then he tells you, if you done messed up with somebody, put your gift down, go get that right, then come back and finish your prayer. What's the point in us being saved if it don't work for us? What's the point of you saying you save and nobody likes you and you don't like nobody? How you save and you done targeted somebody to pay back? You're just as bad as Satan. There are so many variables in the lives of people today. So many that they feel this can't be a blanket commandment. I learned that when I put it on IG. I put it on Instagram and I just said, honor your father and mother. Everybody, well, but what about? Well, I mean, what? I mean, what? What about? What? What? All of these variables. Like, now you just can't say that, brother. This needs to be unpacked. Honor your father and mother needs to be unpacked. There's more to this because if you keep reading, what if I don't keep reading? What if I just read that? 
Is it true? Is it a command? But if you keep reading, you'll see the children. I'm not going to keep reading because I ain't talking about that. I'll talk about that next time. This time I'm talking about honor your father and mother. Boy, boy, boy. Negroes. Lord. There are so many variables in the lives of people today that they feel this can't be a blanket commandment. But God is absolute, not relative. You know what that means? He doesn't change. What he said in the beginning of time, he still means. And it's still applicable. He told you everything that was going to happen before it happened. I'm listening to him. And he's absolute. He don't change. He's not relative. Just because your situation may have deviated from something different or changed, it doesn't change God. And it definitely doesn't change his commandment. Flee fornication. Uh, well, I, you know, but I don't have nobody. So what am I supposed to do? Flee fornication. Don't steal. I mean, but I was just doing it for my family. We was hungry. Don't eat. He said, if you don't work, you don't eat anyway. And I know you ain't working if you're stealing. And you're stealing from people that are working. I had to slang this dope. You didn't have to slang no dope. I had to sell these girls and these hookers and I had to do what I had to do. No, you did what you wanted to do. You did what you wanted to do. I've been broke. I didn't go slang no dope. (laughs) Get your smoke breath out my face, brother. I ain't buying that. God's commandments don't change. If he commanded it, then it is possible. And if it is possible, then it must be done. Proverbs 30 and 17. The eye that mocketh at his father and despises to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pluck it out and the young eagles shall eat it and the ravens of the valley gonna pluck it out if your eye mock your father and despise obey your mother the ravens are gonna pluck it out and the eagles gonna eat it you will lose your way in life like a blind person Are we people of circumstances or of standards? Which one are we? Do our circumstances dictate our behavior? Or do we obey standards regardless of how we feel? Which one are we? Our circumstances should never dictate our standards. Or we will be moving the goalpost of our lives over and over again, only to lose faith in God himself. Yeah, people that believe the black Hebrew Israelite doctrine, 
You know why they believe that and the Negro land foolishness? Because they kept moving the goalpost of their lives. They never established a standard. See, the Bible itself works for me. So I don't have to veer from God's truth because it works for me. But certain people, it don't work for them because there's too much of them involved. And so they look for a doctrine that will satisfy them and give them what they're looking for. Brother, you got an identity issue from your father, lack of father, mother, something. But now you're trying to use the gospel and the Bible to feel better about who you are and identifying yourself as someone that's chosen. When the Bible says we're all a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, if we're in Christ. But you got to demonize the white man because you got to blame somebody for why you can't make it in this life. Come on. Say that. That's why we don't teach that foolishness in here. Amen. There's a whole group of folk you can follow. You don't have to be in here with that. Amen. So we're not people of circumstance. No matter what our circumstance is, we got to yield to God and do what he says. Amen. James 1 and 8 says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. We must apply God's word to every, to every facet of our lives because the things he spoke are for our protection and goodwill. He's just, look at somebody and say, he's just trying to help you. God is trying to help you. No, honor your mother. But Lord, she did this, she did that. You're going to do some stuff. That's what he's going to say. You did some stuff. My daddy, he'll drive. Over. You jive. You ever had the Lord tell you you was jive? I think he told me one time. <laughs> he may not have phrased it that way, but that's what he meant. Yeah, but you can't call nobody jive and you're going to be jive. You're going to do something jive. Somebody's like, what is jive? <laughs> yeah, but we got to apply them to every facet of our lives because the things he spoke are for our protection and good will. Are things better now since the sexual revolution? They're worse. Are they better now since the emasculation of the man? Are they better now since the feminist movement? Are they better now since the vaccine? God is trying to protect us. There is no real joy outside of the joy of the Lord. In order to have it, we must be obedient to his word. Amen. You can't have the joy of the Lord if you're disobedient. Amen. I know you go to them churches and the homosexuals with the short coats. You know, they coats that sit on their behinds. And they just be. <clears throat> just, I mean, the whole service. That ain't joy. That's not joy because none of them are obedient. You're not obedient if you live in a homosexual lifestyle. You're not obedient to the Lord. Amen. You ain't obedient if you're wearing that coat. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to see the money in your back pocket. I'm offended. 
Yeah, they had them little coats and them little suits. You know, the suits getting shorter and shorter. Now they just some vests. Yeah, and they just, you know. Whole service, just, oh, that church got a lot of joy. That's not joy. That's not joy. No, there's only one way to have joy, and that's to be obedient. Amen. Miserable, miserable people aren't obedient. I can tell if you come to me and you are always Eeyore from the Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Pastor. Yeah. Always drama, trash, something following you. Always. Then I know you're not being obedient. You should have the joy of the Lord if you're obedient. Amen. In order to have it, we must be obedient to his word. Proverbs 19 and 20. Hear the counsel and receive instructions that thou mayest be wise. When? In thy latter end. The what about this and what if that and all the questions that they be asking when you say honor your father and mother. They all stem from emotional pain and hurt. We must not allow the way we feel to dictate what we will do. This is a part of the spirit warring with our flesh. We must defeat all feelings. Look at somebody say all. We must defeat all feelings that contradict the word of God. Amen. So when you ask him, well, what about that? What about this? What about that? Receive the word and go pray on it. And deal with your flesh. I'm not going to answer your flesh when I just quoted spiritual scripture. Romans 8 and 13. For if ye live after the flesh, you're going to die. But if you through the spirit do mortify, kill the deeds of the body, ye shall live. So you got to deny that feeling. Pass it on to my father and mother, but I just don't want to. You can't say that if I'm quoting scripture. So you got to kill that part of you that would say that. Y'all doing good on the sugar fast? Is it helping anybody? Amen. Isn't it funny how when you decide to go on that fast, sugar is plentiful. The ice cream man come down your street every day. He parked in your garage. Can I borrow your garage? I gotta, I gotta make a run. I just, I'm just gonna leave this running, and I'll. He left the bells on. Bling, 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 bling. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, good. Stay on it. We got a few more days left. Some of y'all are even looking good. Amen. You got your taste back. Now you can actually taste food. You can smell things again. Amen. Amen. It's good for you. How do I honor my parents? First, you honor them by caring about them. Caring about them. The way you care about a person is being there for them and showing it. 
I said the way you care about a person is being there for them and showing it. We can say that we care, but have we mentioned it to them? We must be vocal and exemplary, especially as they age. The older your parents get, the more you need to tell them how much you care about them. The more you need to show them how much you care about them. Amen? When they are in need, help them. When they are lonely, be there for them. When they are struggling, pray for them. Ooh, it's quiet in here. Y'all listening to them. Pray for them. Talk about your mother or daddy. You pray for them. Well, I've been doing that. I hate when people say that. Like, you, like there's a limit. Keep doing it. Amen. Push. Pray until something happens. Of course, all of these are contingent upon maintaining boundaries in your personal life, your married life, and your children's lives. So you must apply this with precautions. Amen. You can be there with your mama, but you can't be with your mama more than your husband. You can't talk to your mama more than your husband. Woo! They see. You can't do it. You can't talk to your mama more than you talk to your wife. Your mama don't need to be in your marital business anyway. That's not her marriage. That's yours. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, cleave unto his wife, and the two become one flesh. So keep your mother and daddy out your personal business. They have no place in your home, in your stuff. They don't need to know how much money you making. They don't need to know how much money he's making, she's making. They don't need to know what you're spending it on. <clears throat> now, if you go to them and ask for some, they have the right to know everything. Man, I, I, I ain't missing nothing today, Elder. I'm not missing anything. You go ask them if you need to borrow. It's your, they are able to say, okay, where's your money? What happened? Why do you need it? If you asking them. Now, if you good and you ain't asking them, they shouldn't be in your business. Amen. Amen. Now, they can give you advice sometimes with your own children because you were once a kid. So, yeah, yeah, you, you know, maybe, maybe you don't need to whoop on this one. Maybe you need to take and do this or that. They can give you suggestions. But if the dad is, if the father at home said whoop them, they don't need to be saying nothing. That's his home. Well, my husband said beat him. Well, be obedient. The kid looking like, no. <laughs> boundaries. These are boundaries. You just got to keep boundaries. But you love your parents. Amen. And everything should be so natural. It don't feel like there are boundaries. It's all organic. Okay, mama, no, that's not a conversation I'm going to have with you because y'all 
you know, are a certain way. And we good with that and we all cool. However, the care and love must be first so that you will keep the right posture in assisting or choosing not to at times. When you keep a consistent balance of this, parents should know that even when it's a no, you still care. That's the good balance. Matthew 7 and 12, therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. Amen. Do unto others as you will have them do unto you. Some of y'all mama still don't like your husband because when y'all had y'all's first argument, you towed a house up and then went and told her. I ain't ever going back. He crazy. I think he hit me. Then a week later, what you doing? What, what you doing, baby? You, you, y'all, you all right? Oh, yeah, me and him, we headed to the movies. <laughs> movies? I'm calling the cops right now. That boy's an abuser. He messed his reputation up. She ain't gonna ever like him now. Running your mouth. Amen. Same with the men. It's worse with the men. Hey, you don't want to get no mother-in-law hating the man. I mean, hating the, hating the wife. Because the man done went and told her stuff. Oh, I'm sick of her. She just don't do nothing. She, she what? You want me to talk to her? <laughs> yeah, talk to her mama. Talk to her. Tell her. that she tell her? You <laughs> so jack. Need your tail kicked. Don't let us find out in here. We might just... Take you, around, take you out back. There, now she don't like him. She already looking for, she don't like her. She already looking for you a replacement. Well, remember little Sarah Jane used to go to church? She ain't married, she's still available. Mama, we got four kids. Yeah, but Sarah Jane, you know. Black, you look, black people, we got to stop living in Tyler Perry movies. That's not reality. That's exaggerated gayness. All his movies is exaggerated gayness from the heart of a gayness. And that gays love drama. They love drama. Always got gay scenes in it. Drama, gay, drama, church, church, gay, drama. <laughs> when you keep a consistent balance though it'll be good Matthew 7 and 12 therefore all things do whatsoever ye would that men should do to you make sure that's what you're doing to other people second obedience I told you I was going to take me some time but you'll be alright you need to hear this obedience the Bible says we should obey our parents and the Lord this means when it's a when it is biblical advice and a good track record in their own lives 
then you should obey to get good results out of life. I qualified it. Yes. Parents should always give godly advice. Let me say that again. You as parents in here, you may have little babies. Start practicing now to always give godly advice. Matter of fact, pray to God first before you go give the advice. Just to make sure it's not your gut, your personal feeling, your eye twitching and your toenail pointing. Your bunion sore. Make sure it's godly advice. Or you'll be passing down witchcraft and wise tales. As believers, we must at times disobey our parents because their advice conflicts with certain things that we believe. It's okay. He said, obey your parents in the Lord. Their advice cannot conflict with the Bible, with your husband, or with your own well-being. Amen. Amen. Mama, I got a headache. Well, you know you can take some bourbon. And what else? Nothing else. Just some bourbon. <laughs> Why you need something else? Take some bourbon. Mama, I'm going to have to disobey you this time. Because that don't sound like a sound remedy. Remedy? Who said something about remedy? Just bourbon. <laughs> Just a little taste. <laughs> Honor does not mean to intimidate, I mean to imitate bad patterns, behaviors, or curses that parents may suffer under. You need the Holy Spirit for this one because sometimes what they say or warn us of, even when they're not living right, can help us just because they're older and more experienced. That's why you need the Holy Spirit on that one. Man, I am preaching in this house today. I know y'all get quiet on me if you want to. I'm going to get louder. The quieter you get, the louder I'm going to get. And I can get loud. I go turn the mic up and have everybody. <laughs> if they are giving good advice in the correct context, then we should be honored with, or they should be honored with your obedience. Amen. Colossians 3 and 20. Children, obey your parents in how many things? All things. For this is well pleasing unto the Lord. We honor our parents with respect. Yes. R-E-S. <laughs> I read the fact that didn't invent that. It was, it's been spelled like that. <laughs> you respect them. That's how you honor them. Respecting their age, their position, and their importance in your life is crucial. Your respect and honor for others in this life is determined by your respect for your own parental authorities. I know I'm preaching now. 
Consequently, a person that disrespects their parents cannot fully respect any authority. Keeping private things private and never openly criticizing or disrespecting your parents' privacy is a must. Amen. Private. Private. Not openly criticizing or disrespecting your parents. That's a must. The Bible tells us to be discreet and to go to people privately when we are offended by them. And this is especially important with parents. Don't, why are you telling people stuff that you won't tell them? I'm preaching in the house. Oh, it's so thick I can cut it. After all, there are so many embarrassing things that we have done. Anybody done any embarrassing thing that you don't want nobody to know about? Amen. You threw a sheet over the birdcage so he wouldn't see what you was about to do. Get out the room, Rufus. You put the dog out the room. Get out, dog. You don't need to be in there. He's like, oh, don't get out. You can't see. What are you about to do? But there are so many embarrassing things that we have done that we want to keep private. So we must have the same regard for them, your parents, and their feelings. Publicly slandering or exposing our parents' home is evil. Now, look at somebody say now. This does not mean that you allow abuse, sin, or danger into your life. Amen. If you're in a situation that's dangerous, call 911 and let the whole police department know. Respect can mean that you respectfully disagree or you respectfully distance yourself. Respectfully. Just make sure there is no bitterness, malice, or hatred in your motives or you will reap spiritual and in most cases physical ailments because of it. Most cancers and autoimmune disorders are related to parental hatred and ill wishes. Hebrew 12 and 15. Looking diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up does what? Trouble you. Trouble what? Trouble you, your immune system, your body. Trouble you. That's an ailment. Thereby many be defiled. Forgiveness. This is how you honor your parents. Forgiveness. Amen. No matter what was done in the past, you must forgive and forget. Amen. You can never put the sin of your parent or anyone else above your own errors and sins. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back and the overflow. You, will, you can never put the sin of your parent or anyone else above your own errors and sins. So that basically shuts everybody up. Remember what Jesus did? They found a woman in the very act of adultery. Caught her in there getting down. With the get down. 
drug her out naked in the middle of drug her out in the street. <laughs> this is not supposed to be funny. <laughs> but they drug her out in the street. Picked up stones and said, we finna destroy her because she in there committing adultery. And the Bible said, Jesus looked at them and looked at her and said, okay, whichever one of y'all is without sin, cast the first stone. Jesus was something else, man. And they all was like, what? Where he come from? But obviously they thought what they caught her doing was way worse than anything they had done. But to Jesus, it's all sin. Amen. So, don't put it above. The same forgiveness you need must be given to them. There are things that are done that may call for distance. And separation, but in your heart, you must forgive and let it go. Yes, forget it. If you do not, you will hold everyone that resembles your parents' actions in contempt and live a life of tearing down, slandering, gossiping, and attacking others. The internet has become a third hand to people like this. They create whole websites against a person that resembles the sin of their parents. Don't allow what was done to you to cause you to go to hell. Amen. God will forgive and forget your sins if you can do the same. Mark 11 and 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven forgive you. Can I keep going? Y'all all right? Y'all going to make it through the, through the rest of this message? Amen. Somebody texting, Mama, I love you. Go on, send it. Amen. Appreciation. You honor your father and mother with appreciation. Now, who in here likes to be appreciated? Don't do that old false humility where you know it ain't about me. It's all about the G-O-D. It's all about me. You know you want to be appreciated. I know I do. Amen. My birthday come. Buy me something. Show me your love in the form of a gift. Amen. I don't want to hear that old it ain't the gift. It's the no, it's the gift. I'm talking about my family. That's how I am. Buy me something. When I tell you, no, no, no gift. Don't give me anything. Still get me something. My wife does it every time. We have that argument every gift, every holiday. Like I told you not to give me something. Get me anything. But she just has to because she loved me so much. And we just, that's just what we do. Wait, I love it too. Because she know if I said, don't give me nothing, and I look and ain't nothing up, I'm going to be like, wait a minute now. Hold up. Who told you? What, what happened? You didn't pass no star? You didn't, you didn't pass nothing on the way? What? <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with being appreciated. Amen. Amen. I don't want to be in no old religion where I can't give gifts. I hate that. 
You're a Jehovah's Witness, man. You need to get out of that crap. Brother, y'all can't celebrate nothing. We don't celebrate birthdays in, in our religion. Well, your religion is whack. They brought Jesus gifts. Amen. Bring me some gifts. Give me some frankincense. I'll put it in a diffuser. Myrrh frankincense. Bring me some gold. I'll put it in a bank. Ain't nothing wrong with gifts. Let me wrap this message up. Somebody said, it would be short if you would shut up and read the slide. We could get through this. But celebration is validation. We're all humans validated by celebrations. You want somebody to remember you and think about you. Somebody that loves you, you want them to tell you that, appreciate you. Amen? You want to feel that? There's nothing wrong with that. A parent wants to always know that you appreciate them for what they do for you. When you grow up, it's easy to forget the love that was shown to you. The late nights when you were sick and the prayers when you were in trouble. The worry when you rebelled and the chastisement to straighten you up so you would be better prepared for your future. Amen. Have you forgotten the clothes, the shoes, the food, the room, the care, the love, and the concern for your well-being? You must always let parents know that you appreciate them. But what if they didn't do any of those things and they didn't do nothing but hurt me, harm me, and abandon me? Well, they hurt, harmed, and abandoned Jesus. The ones closest to him denied him until death. He was beaten, broken, and his body was shattered on the cross. And in spite of the pain and agony he was experienced, he still loved them enough to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they should always be honored. Amen? Good parents should always be honored. This will bless your life and your future family's lives. Bad parents must be honored as well. Remember, parenting does not come with a manual. And many times people are not prepared for it because their own lives were torn apart by bad parenting. So, in the case of parents that were harmful, hurtful, wayward, do what Jesus did. Love them. Pray for them. And ask God to what? Forgive them because they may not know what they are doing. Proverbs 8 and 32. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Everyone stand to your feet. Help me, Lord, with this. Anybody need help with this? Want to just want to be able to do it better? 
show it more, just come on up. We're going to just, come on. Yeah, we may have had bad upbringings, rough upbringings, and just all of that. May have been let down, disappointed. Left on our own, abandoned, neglected. You may have grown up foster care, foster parents. You may have grown up living with relatives, house to house. You may have had to raise yourself and it just built a resentment up in you that you feel like you can't shake. Lump in your chest, lump in your throat. Just when I, While I'm preaching this, you just want to crawl under a chair because of how it's affected you. But that's what messages like this are for. They're here to stir it up so that you can let God work on it. Bring it to light. Let it be recognized. God has blessed you to be in a ministry that you can break curses, generational, bloodline, what your parents experienced or went through, you don't have to. What your mother and father endured, you don't have to. The mistakes they made, you don't have to make them. And your children definitely can be free from all of it. Drama free. If you take care of that right now, whatever's in your heart needs to be fixed. You need to be able to openly. I'm telling you, if you can't just walk up to your mother or your father and just tell them, I love you, I appreciate you, thank you for this. Can't say thank you, can't say I love you, can't say I'm sorry. Can't ask them for help, can't ask them for advice, can't ask them how they feel. Can't. That's, that's something. That's something in you that the enemy put there to block you. And man, look what it's doing to your life. It will keep you at a standstill. So we want that removed right now. So everyone bow your heads. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you went through. Might have been terrible. May have been abuse. Neglect. Abandonment. Pain. Suffering. Somebody that just kept you feeling like you were worthless. Never complimenting you. Always tearing you down. And they may have been doing that because that's what happened to them. They may have just left you, abandoned you. Even in cases with deceased parents, sometimes you, you feel shortchanged and you can develop hatred and malice toward them or anger toward them because of that. Then who are you going to take it out on if they've passed? You're going to take it out on the parent that's living. You're going to be a headache to them. We just got to let God fix this. So with your heads bowed, everyone, bow your heads. Father God, we come before you right now, Lord, knowing how sensitive this topic is, especially in 2023. Very, very sensitive topic, God. This hits straight home, straight to the heart of us as believers, the things we experience, the things we're dealing with. Father, so many of us are wrathful, vengeful, and angry because of what was done to us our own disappointment in our lives we choose to blame someone else or maybe we were victims of someone and they just did things that are unspeakable and we don't know where to find a, a care or a concern for them in our hearts many times we don't feel they deserve it but God none of us deserve anything 
We don't deserve you, Lord. But you loved us in spite of that. So help us to love in spite of. Help us to love God in spite of what was done. In spite of the way it appears. In spite of what society is saying. Help us to love unconditional. Help us to love God. And heal our relationships with our parents. The things we're afraid to say. Give us boldness to say them. The move we're afraid to make. The step forward we're afraid to take. Father God, give us courage. Strengthen us and help us to heal these situations. Heal our families. Heal our relationships. And God, we pray right now. Come on, everyone, lift your hands. We pray for the mind of our mothers and fathers. Pray for their minds, their soul, their spirit. Father God, no matter what they're into, they may be a drunk on the street. They may be a, a wayward or out in the gutter, whatever the case. God, touch their mind, Lord, just like you did ours. There was a time when we were on our way to hell and you saved us anyway. Pulled us out of what we were in. So God, show the same power in the lives of our parents and help them in the situation they're in that mother, that father that wife, that husband that parent and God help us to honor them affirm them and love them the way you do us in Jesus name we pray amen amen Amen. Now, I've been doing this for a little while, so I know. I know it don't all happen right here. And this, this is going to take some work. But it's worth the work. It's worth the effort. This is life changing for you. So make sure you get it right with your folks. Amen. Hug somebody and say, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to make it right. And we going to be all right. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to be all right. Hallelujah. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.